It's July 26th, 2017. I'm Ryan Cortez. This is Full Screen Ahead. Full Screen Ahead is a show about Apple-related technology and how it will affect everyday people going forward. Adobe put out a press release this past week saying they would stop supporting and updating Flash in 2020. Flash has been a big part of the story of the web. It was not easy to get interactivity inside of websites back in the 2000s and 90s. Flash created an easy way to create this interactivity. I remember growing up and playing Flash games on the web, watching cartoons like Homestar Runner, and initially watching YouTube videos whenever YouTube used Flash. Maintaining security and performance across the entire web for a company that is relatively small compared to the web, like Adobe, was a very tall order. Flash would frequently have things like security risks, users would not update their Flash plugin. Flash became a way for people distributing video on the web to keep track of users in a more creepy way. But I think the most important thing that made Flash less relevant was the introduction of mobile web browsing. The model that Adobe used was not assuming a tinier display for the browser. It created suboptimal experiences in terms of design, uh, responsiveness, and battery life for mobile devices. The experience was so bad that Apple did not support that plugin on the iPhone or the original iPad. For the iPad in particular, this was a controversial move. The iPad had a very large canvas which could use some of the flash-based material, but Apple chose not to do it for the reasons I previously listed. Steve Jobs had a famous letter, thoughts on flash if you wanted to Google it that addressed a growing concern in the tech community that Apple was not supporting this widespread platform of Flash. It's sad to see this era go. It shows how fast the tech community moves. It also shows that technology needs to pivot quickly to stay relevant. Creating this amazing framework called Flash was great at the time, and it needed to quickly adapt to newer mobile technology in order to keep its relevancy and it did not. I wonder what technologies we're using now on the web that will change going forward in the next 10 years. Let me know your thoughts on the bottom left in Anchor. You've got a new text feature that you can comment on this particular segment. If you're listening through iTunes or Overcast, feel free to just comment on Twitter at, at Ryan Cortez. Trump stated this past week that Apple will be creating three factories. He stated the factories would be big, 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 beautiful factories. Currently, Apple assembles the Mac Pro line in Texas by partnering with a company called Flex. The only factory that Apple owns in the world is in Ireland. Apple has made no announcement involving these factories. The motivation for Trump to say this seems like it would come from Tim Cook talking to Donald Trump in person. And given what I know about Apple, I would have assumed that they would have some type of press release. They would like to curate this message in a better package. So my guess is that Trump is mistaken, which is a high possibility, or that Trump released this information too soon 
and wasn't supposed to speak about it, which is also a high possibility given that classified information does not seem to be significant to Trump, or Trump is correct and Apple is building some factories that will build something. Currently, Apple uses a lot of U.S. suppliers, including the glass on their displays from Corning. If Apple builds factories that are just producing materials, do the Corning factories currently count for that? Are the factories that Trump's proposing assembly, where it's taking the parts from different locations and assembling them together? We'll have to wait and see. Did you know that Apple has a support app you can download it in the App Store. Just search for Apple Support. If you ever have any issues with your phone, dive into that app and tap your symptom and you'll be able to see some different options of how to solve that symptom. If the problem you're running into requires some extra help, uh, maybe a phone call or going into a store, it gives you options for that as well. You can schedule a call with an Apple representative. You can ship your product to them and have them repair it. You can also schedule an appointment at an Apple retail store if that symptom requires that. You might not need it now, but the device that you're listening to me on will stop working someday. So download it and make sure you're prepared. Thanks for listening. If you had any comments or questions, feel free to call in. You can also catch me at, at Ryan Cortez on Twitter. I'm realizing that in iTunes, I cannot play the music that I have in Anchor. So going forward, I'll sign out with a song, and I won't mention what it is, sadly. And if you're catching this on iTunes, feel free to download the Anchor app. It is pretty fantastic. It's what makes this show possible. <laughs>